I'm here at the Game Developers Conference in San Francisco, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Sure. I'm John Lysett. I'm one of a number of people involved in Escape Factory. We're an indie collective based in Melbourne, uh, focusing currently on iPhone games, uh, probably looking into iPad shortly, and probably also into um, Android soon. Okay. And, and what game are you working on now? Our current focus is called Steam Pilot. Okay. It's uh, that little um, Victorian-inspired game I just played. Okay. Uh, yeah. So there will be a video accompanying this audio interview with the actual demo. Yeah, I'll send you. I'll, I'll send you a video when we've got it happening. It's um, it's so it's basically a little uh, casual game, typical yeah. iPhone game, just a bit of a time. Well, I don't know if it's typical because yeah. in this game you're actually kind of controlling uh, a pseudo balloon. Yeah. Is that is that normal? I haven't seen that in other. No, no. Look, that was one of the motivations from it, from the, yeah. the creative directions. Um, we, as I said, we love Victorian uh, steampunk-inspired stuff. Yeah. But additionally, I was particularly interested in making something that was about speed or, or time, yeah. but it wasn't actually about pace. So, um, so it's it's a slow, unwieldy, ungainly craft that you're trying to manage and wrestle with gravity against you and, and a nasty bird and there will be some future obstacles like chimney sweeps poking up their balloons, uh, poking up brooms. It kind of reminds me of Mary Poppins to an extent. I don't know if that's... Yeah, yeah. Well, look, it's, it's, an, it's a European aesthetic. There's, there's, some, there's something there that we wanted to, to, to touch on and capture. And, that, and as you said, that's not something we've seen in the iPhone market. And what, um, I guess, what inspired that, you know, aside from your interest in that theme, I mean, what inspired just using the balloon, and, and how did you come up with the mechanic, and how did you tweak it, and what were some of the challenges mm. as you were coming up with this design? Well, I guess we wanted to make, as I said, we wanted to make something that was slow, but about speed, so it yeah. was kind of an interesting thing. Um, the physics were interesting. It's been built in Unity. Now, as oh, I said, really? I'm, not, I'm not the coder, I'm the, the animated designer. So uh, I, there, were, there was a fair bit of tweaking with with the gravity uh, treatments and so forth. It's not a real gravity. It's sure. not a real anything. It's quite tweaked. Um, but it was kind of interesting trying to m- manage and wrestle the, the speed at which things drop, um, for for example. But and and the, and the degrees of, um, of heat adding to the balloon in order to make yeah. it go up and down. But. Uh, Within Unity, that's relatively easy to tweak, and admittedly, uh, that needs a bit more tweaking. Okay, and I saw you know, there are kind of like three controls. So you have your little lever, you have you know the steam button, and you have the pickup button. Mm. Do you think that that was too many buttons for a casual audience? Or is that- I don't know. It's a good point. I mean, uh, as I said, it's a prototype, and I'm interested in that kind of feedback, and that's something that we may. Yeah, I mean, have you been playtesting it on random people while as you're developing? Certainly, certainly with um, people I've met here. Um, in the development process, it's primarily the team, um, and then a few casual users in the periphery. Um, and there's some certain things we pick up. I mean, you know, you pick up some things pretty quickly. Uh, some of those we've acted on. Some of them we've said, okay, we'll deal with that later. Um, size of buttons is one thing we want to probably yeah, re- revisit. Um, and also people have been mentioning the possibility of maybe a bit more control with some of that claw and making it actually a bit yeah. more sort of uh, dynamic so it reaches down and it grabs and so forth. But um, look, these things are all up for kind of debate now and uh, we've got that kind of general um, um, tone and theme and style and, and um, some of the mechanics sorted. We just need to refine those and then 
probably in the next three or four months we'll be in a position to release the first first app on App Store. And what were some of the other challenges you've encountered? Are you developing another game in addition to this, or do you just focus on one game at a time? How do you run this collective? It's a good point. Um, it's a bunch of us doing multiple things. So uh, in, in this case, it's primarily myself and my, my brother, Lysi uh, Brothers, and we basically do the design and the animation. We're teaming, in this case, with a coder and a musician. Um, the uh, We've also got a couple of other games in prototype form, so that's the one we're kind of pursuing. There's a couple of others, so we've, we're basically developing four games at the same time. Three of the others are kind of in a position. They're, they're even more casual, and they're more. Some are just throwaway fun, um, and they're almost ready to go online or on App Store immediately. So it is a bit of a, a, a wrestle with uh, managing people's time, and also, um, you know, for instance, the code has been working on another game, uh, working on a game called Mole, which is a, a digging game, and uh, with another studio called Rue Studios. So. Uh, it's all a bit difficult, and we're all indies, and we're often we're just doing it for love, not money. Um, and so, but, but in our case, we were thankfully supported by the local government in Melbourne and Victoria, so that's been quite handy. Do you guys meet every day then, or how does that work? We have kind of serious production phases. I guess we say uh, there's probably a big four to six week serious stint of production where we. Um, either meet or we're in constant communication just via instant messaging or email or, or the phone. And, uh, yeah, it, there's sort of typical realities that you have to deal with like that. But, um, no, it's not so much face-to-face. -face. It's, it's, uh, it's more just communication. And do you guys then see yourself developing for the iPhone more? Or, you know, what, what platforms are you guys going to focus on? Or are you going to focus on new game genres? Well... I guess we, we've been developing for mobile um, with Flashlight and Flash previously. And um, with Flashlight, it never really took off, and it was all a bit of a problem, and our energies were put into there, but didn't really amount to anything. So the App Store and the iPhone presented an opportunity to explore. We did that. We put out the first game, just just funded it ourselves, just, just got it all done, um, tested the water, proved that we could do it, Realise we could, then then are now focusing on that, and and now with Unity expanding its um, delivery platforms to to Android, and obviously in the app, the the the, the iPod, the iPad, yeah, uh, that they're definitely markets we're interested in. Um, you know, since you've developed for Flash and Unity and all these other um, technologies, mm. I mean, where do you feel mobile game development's going? Um, Look, it's a million-dollar question. It, it, it would be good to know. Um, I don't know, but all I can say is that working for a, a set platform with quite defined, uh, you know, specifications like screen sizes and resolution, frame rates, is an absolute godsend compared to working with handsets with numerous dimensions and you know. So. Um, I don't know where it's going to go. I'm happy that Apple or iPhone have got this um, large market at the moment, and that's sort of certainly where we're focused. But we're a small, 
the collective and each of us are used to changing as, as I said we've changed technologies we're happy to s swing by whatever's going um, whatever's feasible okay. and are you looking at other genres of games like you know there's these augmented reality games that are popping up there's kind of the mobile MMO I mean are those things that you're interested in or are you more interested in the quick play experience on these uh, no, initially quick play is certainly the first thing we're keen on. Uh, we're quite interested in serious gaming as well um, and exploring some of these. Um, like, for instance, uh, we both, a few of us are educators as well, so we teach and uh, we're quite interested in, in, in supplementing some of the coursework that we create with mobile content. Um, and we're even writing courses at the moment which utilise the handheld device as a mechanism for either delivery of, of work or, or collection of works, so, or photographing content and utilising it to, as part of you know, the work that you do in, in a school context. Yeah, can you talk about that more? Is that more... Um, that'll come out later? Yeah, look, it's, it's more... Um, it's con we've also got some thoughts about uh, relaxation type games and, and office uh, or, or professional kind of uh, brainstorming technique kind of games, that kind of thing. So we're, we're, we're certainly open and interested in other genres. Uh, in the first instance, I guess it's easy and... Um, uh, uh, you know the, the the level, the depth of these games that we're kind of focusing on. These casual games are relatively achievable and in hand. So you know, those things we're certainly interested in exploring, and I guess we'll be doing that in the next twelve months. And I'm not sure where they will exist. Whether they'll be like a an app store type um, marketing method, and and that's not a bad thing to be thinking about because the marketing with the app store is, is such such a nightmare with such a yeah. A massive content. So. Um, and any suggestions then for other indie game developers who want to do iPhone games or work in, you know, a collective or something else like that? What would have been the top learning lessons? Mm, good point. I'm not sure. Um, uh, I don't know. All I can say is, we one of the things we're trying to do is touching on from what I said before. Um, we're trying to create our own sort of distribution mechanisms as well. So uh, rather than our games just being standalone objects, we're we're incorporating um, you know, tweet your latest, your highest score, um, lead, global leaderboards, uh, trying to get uh, a bit of cross-pollination of, of promotion between games. So if someone checks the lead, their leaderboard, then there's promotion for other games. Um, really, you've got to take... I, I think I've come to terms with it. We've got to take the marketing on our own shoulders and not let, not rely on, on Apple to, to do that. I guess that's the biggest lesson I can say, and that's probably where the focus needs to be. And is there a website where folks can just visit and learn more about the collective? Scapefactory.com. How do you spell that? Yep. Uh, it's, well, it's, meant, it's described as the Scape Factory, but it's E-S-C-Factory.com. Okay. Thank you very much. Well,